got for right now. All right. That's Welcome to the podcast, folks. It's Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. Trevor, what were you playing there? Uh, the start of Closer to the Heart by Rush. I just started learning it today, so I'm going to It's Closer to it. the Heart. Blacksmith and the Artist. No, we'll work on Getty it. Getty Lee, man. Everybody yeah. loves Getty Lee. Well, All right, guys. I'll, I'll have more of this down in the future. Trevor is just feeling a little uh, rough because he didn't quite get it on his first try, but that's what learning's about, folks. you got to fuck up to, to get fucked up. And then you got to get fucked up to fuck up. I didn't fuck it up, so. Oh, I didn't. I didn't fuck it up. I played it this time. I thought it was only great. No, I didn't fuck it up. I thought you felt bad. No, I just haven't. That's why you were talking down. No, I just haven't finished learning it. Yeah, okay. That's the intro, and that's the part that he has I see, I see. I figured you wanted to do more. I do, but I don't know more yet. All right, guys. Well, I'm just being an asshole. Yes, you were just being an asshole, Chris. You were. Welcome to the show, folks. Two lonely boys in a canoe. You know me, Chris Evans, Trevor Olstrom. Fucking troglodyte. Troglodyte Nation. Today we got two special guests. They've been here once or twice before, I think. Michael. Uh, this is this will be uh, the third age. third time for both of them. I guess we're we're having a small competition on who gets to be on the podcast the most. Between them and Old Silver Squirrel right now. Yeah, Chris is looking to beat him out of the, the race. I didn't know there was a race. No, he said that. He's like, I'm going to fucking show them up. When did he say that? No, I'm kidding. He didn't ah. say that. <laughs> I'm just being a propaganda guy. Uh, he's Shane Gillis over here. playing the dad, devil's advocate. advocate. I love him when he goes, he's like, no, man, you're good. No, Come bro, on. you're really good. You should keep trying <laughs> this. <laughs> and he knows he did terrible, but he's just egging on. Like, Come on, bro, you no, got nobody this. Nobody gets it, man. You're, you're a fucking, you're a savant. You're misunderstood, but you, you got it, man. <laughs> you should go fight everybody. <laughs> that would be me, 100%. I've been that person before. All righty. Well, welcome to the podcast, man. I, I am glad to have you guys here. How long has it been since you guys have been here? A uh, couple weeks? Over a month for me, I think. Uh, it's, it's been a couple weeks for me. Okay. Uh, July 4th for you. Was it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that was, was a good episode. Yeah. So... Yeah, a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, how was your day, Trevor? It was good, man. Yeah. It was good. Had the day off work and uh, recuperated a little bit more. You're recuperating? Did some more, uh, learned some guitar stuff, watched two movies, went out with these two, played guitar for my grandma. It was pretty good. Trevor had a nice relaxing day at home, folks. That was That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Because yesterday I did chores and then left. Yeah. Working man. You gotta nah. do some chores. No, that's a different restaurant. <laughs> but anyways. So yeah. We wanna do an out outlay real quick. Yeah, guys, we I've been trying to come up with better bits and better facts and better fun to uh, make this podcast pop a little bit more. We gotta keep popping all over the place. So what we're trying to do is pop all over and all uh, over your faces, yeah, everywhere. We're popping. Walls will be painted white. <laughs> so what sperm, we're trying. sperm donations, oh. look out! Here we come. We're, we're and coming. I mean, we're here coming. We to, come. We're coming. <laughs> everywhere. We're coming and we're Cow. popping. <laughs> so, they keep on coming. They keep on coming. Don't stop. Don't stop coming. Oh, God. <laughs> Smash Mouth. Oh, boy, good. Smash Mouth. That's what I want to hear. Dude, I can't remember the last time I willingly listened to Smash Mouth. Oh, man, they're fun to, to <laughs> pop on every once in a while. It's like, oh, remember these just guys? Just like if you just start screaming Weezer. Fuck like, Fauci. Or just Fuck like, Fauci. You remember they were doing that at Sturgis? 
Oh when, yeah. Yeah, they they went all like when uh, the pandemic started, they got real like right right wing or whatever, and they were I guess they're I guess they're right wing or some shit. I don't know Smash Mouth politics. But uh, oh, Smash Mouth was at Sturgis. That's yeah, right. And, and they they're were like Trump like, supporters. Yeah, like they're far they're right on the stage, and they were like, oh, "Fuck, fuck Fauci." <laughs> well, it's like, shut up and play All Star. <laughs> hey, Ugh. right now what you're being so hot, you might as well be walking on the sun. You might as well be walking on the sun. Let's I was actually, surprised let's you guys can name a second Smash Mouth song. Yeah, those yeah, are the only can. two. Those are the only two they got. <laughs> yeah, they I, came out with two singles, they, never put out another hit. They put out quite possibly the funniest Chris. song I've ever heard, Sorry About Your Penis. Yeah. I have not heard that one. I don't know. I've right. heard better comedy songs. Moving on. That's fair. So the, uh, the, the so track, we were coming up with better bits. <laughs> so the, uh, the track championships ends today. Not sure what the results are. Well, there's going to be a hot black tomorrow. girl one. <laughs> she outran all the white girls. Hell yeah! The end. Awesome. <laughs> all right, and then it's so hot in uh, na- in uh, national news. We still got people being dumb, of course. What? Uh, Trevor kidding. in America? Yes. You mean people have problems and oh, they go also, about their lives and sometimes don't operate uh, accordingly? Apparently, Biden contracted uh, COVID and monkeypox is now the new big threat to America. He got. COVID and monkeypox together? No, he got he got COVID, and right now the next big national like, And then he threat. gave Kamala Harris uh, monkeypox, is what you're saying. Trevor's That's... blowing my mind with all these facts, no, folks. No, you're the twisting. Fuck? No, no, he, he's saying that Joe Biden punched Donald Trump in the face. I never said that. Caught this. COVID, then gave monkeypox to Kamala Harris and AOC. What's going on here, Trevor? Did I just admit here, Trevor, admit to bioengineering monkeypox? Yes, yes, yes. It seems it seems as though the the the. Oh uh, shit! They're on to me. I'm a time cop. I gotta go. Oh, <laughs> that's when I disappear from this reality. Oh, There's shit. a ring of fire just remaining where I was. Like a perfectly speared yep. shot. Oh, oh shit! They're on to me. I gotta go. So yes. I'm a time cop. Don't Wait, worry about it. He invented <laughs> monkeypox. He gave COVID to Biden. He was at January 6th. <laughs> also, why people believe the Earth is flat, too. You he, are the reason. <laughs> he was the first guy back in, in, in 1200-something hey, to guys. be like, Hey, guys, the Earth's probably flat, see. right? You ever oh, seen oh, so Banksy? <laughs> <laughs> He's a hell of an artist. I like Banksy. And he destroys his own paintings. <laughs> and somehow that makes them more art. <laughs> so funny. Dude, his stuff is going for so much money. I saw a thing. Good for him, man. Make, yeah. Make the money. It's so funny, because can't it, being like an obscure artist like he is... Banksy, he's gotten big now. Well, well interestingly still enough, because nobody still knows who the fuck yeah, he is. Yeah, he's still anonymous. But if you were just a good artist, you might be able to pass it off. As right? Like, I mean, yeah. You could do stuff in his style. Yeah, I it's mean, Banksy, don't you know? You it's know? not he's here. Do it. He, was, he was doing it. I mean, well, all you need to do is be good with a spray paint can and yeah, live in England. Pretty much. So. Pretty much you know? <laughs> I think he's trying. You, you live there, you can fucking fly over there, buy a spray can of spray paint, and fucking spray paint a building. I think it's so. You like expose your fake Banksy self, and then you sell it, and run off with all the fucking money. They're like, they bought a fake, and it's like, well, they shouldn't have bought it. And all right, I'm a good steal Banksy's. Can I get to world news? Yeah, Absolutely. All right, who's he gonna come after? So in world news, the. Uh, area known as Greenland had 18 billion 
tons of ice that fell into the ocean last weekend. And it's yeah. going to raise ocean levels. It's enough water to cover West Virginia and a foot of water for a period of time. You know what scares me is that my family lives in Florida and yeah. they are at sea level That's now. a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> they might need they to go are, on higher ground. Why do you think I moved to Oregon? Right, not to be a downer, yeah, but I they looked might not at be the, in Florida for much longer. Uh, no, downer, what do feel about water? That's what I, I don't have a problem with it, Water but it would be world, really hard go. to grow cannabis on a boat. <laughs> can you imagine, can I mean, imagine you're the guy with the hydroponics? Uh, hydroponics. fuel. You, you, you can desalinate water with sunscreen. Yes, sources. exactly. Holy shit. Mike's over here just blowing my mind with all of his water world knowledge. <laughs> Also, he's, he's watched uh, Waterworld 3,000 times. Also, there's going to be one a of my favorite Kevin Costner movies. <laughs> there's there's going right? yeah. to be a villain on a sea with an eye patch, too, that shows or, or up. And they got kind of like a pirate. Yeah. We're the smokers. So me and Trevor were talking about this earlier, and we got to talk about like what we thought the best freaking apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. Ooh, this is a good topic. That's a good one. If like, uh, you got to choose... An apocalypse? Yeah. Zombie. What was the apocalypse you so want? Yeah, zombies, zombies. easy. It has to be the slow ones, though, or I'm fucked. <laughs> I want medium to slow. <laughs> does that does that work out for zombies? Fire. Yeah. You, want, you want dragons. Yeah, I want dragons. Dragons are cool. I like uh, that. Movie. I like that. Uh, I want the earth to overheat, start getting to be like wasteland. Uh, it's so hot on the well, surface that people there. have to go. Yeah, people got to go under earth and fucking learn how to live. Honestly, oh, the, that wouldn't be too. The Matrix. Now. The Matrix. Matrix. I don't know. No, dude, this you could be looking at the Matrix right now. That's really? the point. So my life wouldn't get any shittier. That's what about you, Trevor? What do you think? Ooh. You're you're apocalypse. Mine would definitely be zombie because if I if I'm badass enough to fight off zombies for a few months, I'd, I'd probably be. I'm actually stoked. gonna steal this from D and D. But uh, I'm gonna steal this from D and D. But have everyone's blood transmute into water. Wait, what? Water. Oh yeah, what are you that talking was my, about? that was my big if, spell. If everyone's blood just turned into water. Yeah, but then everybody would die. Exactly. Yeah, cool. There you go. Oh, that's so but that's point. not an apocalypse. That's yes, a fucking mass does. genocide. But, uh, that is apocalypse. That would be an apocalypse. Well, apocalypse okay, is so everybody's genocide. dead. There is no after. So you, like, so you just want to die? Trevor. So your team, yeah. Castlevania, we, is Dracula. Just kill everybody. Animals just kill yourself and do us all a favor. The animals get to live and the humans die. mad because that a creative answer. No, you just didn't have a creative answer. You stole it from Michael. You stole the zombies. <laughs> you stole the zombies from every movie and everything. Because zombie is a is a well known apocalypse. Like that's most I mean. people like talk about zombie apocalypse. That's why I okay, want to so say something different. How about this one? Which zombie? If you had to pick like an actual zombie to <laughs> take in something, which specific zombie? White. Wait, what was it? White. What was the like question? From, uh, Game of like Thrones. what? Like because like Jesus Christ, twenty eight days later yeah. zombies. Yeah, yeah. Way Runners scary. and fucking yeah. crazy strength. So what kind or of fucking zombie? classic George Romero zombies, which are actually like vaguely intelligent sometimes. All right, so I want fucking I want uh, the Walking Dead mixed with the Dawn of the Dead. So the Dawn of the Dead had a lot of like um, different kinds of zombies. Like there was a baby, and like there was a bunch of them that were kind of a little different. And, and then, then in, yeah, in the Walking Dead, they're all kind of like different a little yeah. bit, but they're all kind of hordes, you know. So I want hordes, and then I want like some runners. I want like a like a little array. You want Okay. Yeah, a couple maybe like floaters or blob types, you know. 
I just, I'd want the whites, like from Game of Thrones, for so. Honestly, man, I'm right there with you. No. I'd fight whites. Just like frost fucking zombies that just take over everything. Ooh, what uh, about vampire apocalypse, like Blade style? Uh, there's cool. some sci-fi like, original show that like had some if the vampires, vampires actually got it together and fucking decided to take over humans. You should watch Cal- uh, Netflix's Castlevania. I've seen that show. It's so fucking Oh, good. yeah. That cartoon. Shout yeah. out Castlevania, apparently. Yeah, that was such a bad... It it's an anime version of the vampire story. Vampire Dracula. Diaries? No. It was like Dracula, but done, but, but done with anime, and it is... Like, it is one of the most gr- brutal cartoons I've seen, oh, and I've seen some brutal shit. Which is wild. You remember, it's based oh, yeah. off a fucking NES game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the craziest one. But, the, but there's this... Sorry. Good, good. No, but we're, there's all, like we're a all having good times. We're having a good time. But there's a scene where the whole thing is Dracula, he, he made love to this woman, and she was... The church decided to burn her as a witch mm. for having connections with Dracula. For hanging out and holding yeah. hands. So they bur- so he Using warned her. Using those hands for holding. So she warned them as she was being tied to the stake. It better be burned. It's like, don't do this. You're going to piss off Dracula. And this, they're like, fuck you, bitch. And then they burned her anyway. And then Dracula <laughs> immediately just rained hell on them. They're like giant demons started ripping them apart. Just like start raining blood, literally. I just imagine Dracula like coming home to his castle, and he's like backing in the doorway with a tray of food. He's like, "Honey, I brought s'mores." And then like, and then all what of a sudden he's like, Chocula, "Where are you, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, where are you?" Are you? And then he like looks out from the castle, and he just sees his chicken burned. He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, that's not that far off from what happens. <laughs> the first part is honest. The show does a really good job of actually getting you to. Understand the reasoning of Dracula killing all humans. You so, actually go like, yeah, Dracula, you do that. And then you feel, wait, I'm the human. <laughs> I'm so, the human. Here, here's something that I loved, uh, and it's just vampire, a movie. I loved Interview with a Fucking Vampire. Oh, yeah. That is one of my go-to vampire movies, that and Blade 1. I have heard so yeah. many people see how good uh, Interview with a Vampire is. I still haven't seen it. Oh, uh, You should also read the book. The book is good, too. We, uh, we used to own the book, I remember, and I never ended up reading it. I was too young to really understand what it was. It's a really interesting concept. It's about, like, uh, uh, French vampires. Hello. Uh, it's fucking wild. Um, the quick gist of it is a guy turns a guy into a vampire to basically uh, keep him company. Um, he, he needs a friend. And uh, he, he kind of... At first, he's kind of into it, and he... Well, at first, he hates it. At first, he hates it, and then he gets into it. But then he slowly starts to... Yeah. He slowly starts to hate him for uh, turning him into an everlasting being. Um, And then... Some time goes by. They're just killing people. He's struggling to kill people. He doesn't want to, technically. Um, And the other dude's getting pissed off. He's like, come on, kill these motherfuckers. They're, They're cattle. And... Something happens where fucking this young girl gets turned into a vampire. I forget what happens. I need to wait. Um, but the young girl gets turned into a vampire, and it's against like vampire protocol and like rules oh, to have children turned because they're fucking unpredictable. They're going to be children forever. You're going to have like vampire. You're going to have vampire OSHA show up. Like, wait a Dude, second. And, and you're, kind of you're breaking the law here. They they flee America because they're chased off by slaves on a plantation that they own because they know they're fucking demons. They get chased off. They go to, uh, I think it's like Italy or something like that, Spain or some shit. So they go to this place, and then um, they, they, they run into some vampires out there in Europe, 
and they invite him to like the the vampire cult basically mm -hmm. and I don't know there's a human sacrifice with this really hot naked chick yeah I remember that I remember that shit and uh I don't know it's got Brad Pitt and fucking uh, Tom Cruise and his probably vampires. like weird cool. and probably That's weird a great fucking catch I'm yeah sure. and I forget who's the do you remember who was the little girl what movie is this again oh my god uh Oh, What's the it's name of this movie? Interview with, the Interview with a Vampire. I've never seen it. What the fuck? It's like a, a classic like nineties. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to show you guys some movies. Yeah, I've never seen it. <clears throat> All right, folks. I if you haven't movie, seen though. it, please do me a favor. Take a couple hours out of your life. Go see Interview with a Vampire. Well worth the watch. There's a lot of naked chicks. I'll give it that too. Also, in the words of Crip Mac, never ever commit suicide. Yeah, never ever kill yourself, man. Have some pizza. God says you need a slice of pizza. God says you need a slice. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Crip Mac. Shout Anyways. Shout out to Crip in the 55th. Nifty on that 50. Anyways. All right, so, Trevor. Now let's go over topics. I know we've been we've been overstepping. All right. So I uh, I think I'll start off with my movie review. I did uh, Silent Killers, Anacondas. It was a 45-minute National Geographic <coughs> documentary. And it was interesting. It followed the lives of these Amazon anacondas that grow to be like 250 pounds and like 20 to 26 feet long. And they, That's they, a big old fucking yeah, dude. And they, they, they live east, east of the Andy Mountains things. and they're in these giant wetlands. And it's them and it shows them how they like go down canals and water drains. And like stuff you wouldn't expect this thing to do. Or like they'll go hide under cars. And the people will come out and there's a fucking 20 foot snake chilling under their car. And it's how, it's just how they live. And like they, uh, they, they chase after the capybara, which is the world's largest rodent. Imagine yeah. a, imagine yeah. a road, imagine a rat the size of like a Rottweiler dog. dog. Yeah. Well, and not a small dog, like a medium you know, dog. Um, medium, small to medium. Oh, wait, you're talking like a nutrient? No. Mm -hmm. they're, they're similar, but they're bigger. Similar. They're bigger though. Very, very similar. A little bigger, but still. So they're like Nutria's bigger brother. But the South American version, and they fight them. But the problem that the that the anacondas have is they have some, they have the uh, the black caimans, which are like the giant family, the giant the biggest member of the alligator family. Yep, caimans. Yeah, and they're like twenty feet long, and they're like six hundred alligator species. Yeah, or reptile species that are like close to alligator in relation. I figure I should talk about alligators too because Chris is from Florida. Well, interestingly enough, that you talk about snake problems, that's a big issue in yeah, South Florida. Yeah, you said your buddy hunts My buddy, snakes. Uh, yeah, he, he makes a living down there uh, catching snakes they every season. Giant snakes. They are yeah. invasive species. Yeah. They're uh, Burmese pythons. Um, yeah. They're yeah. Um, really weird because they came out in the 90s and they weren't a problem, um, so they, they were allowed to flourish. And, and then it turned out the dung one they were a problem. Well, it was an invasive species, but nobody saw it being an issue immediately mm -hmm. because that's not how it works. It takes years, basically, yeah. for the species to build up its numbers. Which, I mean, we should have known that. I mean, no shit. Yeah. And then what ended up happening was they flourished in the fucking Everglades, and now you have 12 to 15 to 17 foot fucking uh, snakes running around. And they kill small children, dogs, fucking uh, yeah. alligators, smaller alligators. They kill a ton of stuff. And uh, they take small cattle. 
Um, Small cattle? Actually, now that I yeah. think about it, yeah. snakes are weird. Yes. And, and they'll try to eat it, but it, they won't be able to. And, at and a they'll point, kill the snake sometimes too. Well, the yeah. snake will either kill itself trying to eat it, or it'll stop at a point realizing, like, you know, spin it back. The, anac- the, the anacondas, too, will get to a point where if they get, like, if they get stuck in an alligator, they know, like, back up. Snakes are smart enough to know sometimes yeah. it's Since I mentioned it earlier, aren't nutria also an invasive species in Florida? They also are here Louisiana. in Oregon, too. Oh, yeah. They're also invasive. They're, they're Louis- a big thing here. Louisiana. There's nutria here in Eugene, Oregon. Louisiana and Oregon, or Louisiana and Florida, nutria. Florida have a really uh, similar uh, layouts, kind of, mm. uh, when it comes to wetlands. Uh, a lot of Everglades, a lot of water inlets, a lot of rivers and streams that fucking go out to the Very ocean. wet swamps. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of just area where these nutria, the fucking, a lot of the invasive species find fucking good life. Well, this, this Asian carp are another one. Yeah. Asian carp are a real bad one. I mean, I like the shit out of some Asian carp. Well, as long as you get all the bones out, the issues it's are a, so bony. It's a thing that we're trying to... They're trying to find ways to cook it so that Americans will become more. Because the the Chinese they eat they they eat carp, like it's part of their culture. So they're they're trying to learn like. Very big in Asia is eating the whole fish. You know, I I love whole fish honestly. And also they eat things like eel and things that we also love. Yeah, Yeah. I love I love cuts of fish. I do not like having to descale. I do not like having to dehead. Usually detail, defin. And then go through and clean. But it's a part of fishing. So yeah. I learned it at a point in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that I always thought it was kind of nice that you can go to the store and they have a real nice cut of fish for you. And, but it's it's definitely one of those things that like in some cultures they just put fish heads in a fucking pot. And they add a bunch of vegetables and then you got fish heads too. And there is a lot of nutrients in the fish head and the eyes and the brain and all that. A lot of people have problems with the eye texture. Exactly. So it, it's more of texture and, and what you want to eat versus what is edible. Because well, most things are edible if you look at it a certain way. You can awful of fish for the most um, part is what I remember. You can like, turn it into like fish sauce, but I don't think you can actually like, eat fish off. There's people that eat rocks and shit, bro. There's dudes in India that eat glass and rocks and nails as a fucking sideshow, and they've become so accustomed to it doing it. It's a day-to-day operation. Like the sword swallowers. Kind of. Guys, but, but basically, they just harden the insides of their stomach? Exactly. So they're so scarred and they're so fucking uh, battered that, like, I guess they just get a bunch of fucking scars and, and I guess... Like well, calluses. Calluses, similarly. And, yeah, these motherfuckers just eat glass... I guess they eat I light bulbs. I can't imagine. They eat fucking rocks. They eat all sorts well, of shit. I wonder how their poops are like. That's what I'm wondering. Imagine that's their the poops. real gravel shits. Yeah, that's the real gravel shits. Oh, there's, there's, a, a, there's this horror movie oh, I saw a while back where a girl just takes a bite out of a light bulb. I remember seeing that. It's, um, actually, she's played by... Um, Karen Gillan. Yes. Yeah. And she does... Yeah, there's like some weird thing where there's an illusion on it where she thinks it's an apple. Yeah. And she takes a bite of it and it's a fucking light bulb. Oh. And, oh, it, and then it turns out it actually is an apple again. Which makes it even fucking weirder. Yeah. It's a weird fucking movie. It's about like an evil mirror or something. I don't, I don't remember any of the rest of it. I mean, I'm stuck as shit. What else we got going, Can't. Trevor? Okay. So we also got old folks being obsessed with historical memorabilia. I find it funny because I read Smithsonian magazines, which are definitely old people oriented. And in the back, it's usually like 
pacemakers, like the emergency things. The life fallen, alert bracelets. Life alert, like, oh, fallen, can't get up. Yeah. And then you also have... Uh, can we can we quickly just talk about how funny the life alert commercials are? They're hilarious. Oh, like, like it's a they grandma on the ground. And and it's from, like, help me, life alert. Infomercials <laughs> is on the list. <laughs> it's on the list. We can tie the two. And it's like, what would you do if your grandma was on the ground and couldn't get up? And it's like... Eat I don't know, up. man. My grandma's been dead for years. That'd man. be really strange to find a body just like skeletonized. What if you're like, yeah, what but if she was perfectly preserved? That would fuck with you. That'd be weird. I'd be like, so, grandma, you've been faking it this whole time. <laughs> but what if maybe she's Banksy? Maybe she's Banksy. Maybe dead grandma's Banksy. That's hey, it. Hey, but maybe she isn't real, and neither are you. It's all in the it's all the Matrix. Welcome to the abomination, folks. Ah. <laughs> it's the Matrix. <coughs> oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, no, you're totally right in the in the fact that in the back of these magazines, the Smithsonian, National Geographic. Also, Cialis in general, uh, sex drive is always oh, a big course. one for men's, the old the old peckers. Drugs. You know they make Viagra for women. Yes. They make yes, women's they do. Viagra. They do. How crazy is that? I wasn't aware they would need it. Did you know yeah. that it wasn't actually invented for? Uh, sex. It was literally invented because it uh, puts more oxygen to your bloodstream, so you can go into higher altitudes. Dope. Yeah. So you'll be, a, you know, you'll have to side effect. You, yeah. Want. You get a boner and you can breathe hard. Right. So nice. if you're a Sherpa and your pecker's big enough, you could use it as another walking stick when you're going Pretty up much. to Mount Everest. Up top. Ooh, come on, that was a good joke. <laughs> I was just thinking how much that would fucking hurt. Come on. <laughs> Man. Sometimes a guy just needs a high five. <laughs> I, saw, I got jokes sometimes. I was actually practicing earlier when they're hanging out. Like I would just, I'd make jokes out of every single scene of the movie. Trevor's like phone. funny, funny Sherpa penis go. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but I was like way too young. I saw this fucking TV thing about a dude who had like a two hundred pound scrotum. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I feel the sorry. The dude's nut was a giant tumor. Like, like one Wait, of his nuts was a tumor. Is this Rand? Is this Randy Marsh from South Park? And he's hopping along and he can't get into or the dispensary. Or he had a on his leg or something. Yeah, like and that. it just made his <laughs> balls so huge. huge that he couldn't walk. Buffalo yeah. Soldier. I saw that America. shit. But man, you know what's a great thing to watch? But it's a crazy uh, show. Is Doctor Pimple Bopper. Oh, man, I can't. That shit makes me want to vomit. It's so rough to watch. This and I don't want to watch it. It's rough to watch. I did. But if you think about it in the way that it is a medical procedure that this person is going in to have because they are uncomfortable and something is, is impeding their life. Like, you think of it in that term, it's really interesting, but it's also like, man, you know how it feels when you pop a pimple? So, you imagine if that pimple that just was like up. large as fuck? It must feel like you're busting hundred nuts when that fucking pimple yeah. pops. You're just like, ah! I, I saw a clip for that show. Somebody. I can't watch it. Oh, man, it's rough. I saw a it's clip from that show where a dude had a hat on. Squeamish. He shook it off. He's got like, a huge nub. pimple with a tiny hat There's on a it. nub. There's a flag on it. Somebody scaled his head yeah. and put a little fucking and, tooth and, 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 and <laughs> climbed it. In this land in the name of Spain. <laughs> No, I actually, I get really weird videos in my YouTube feed with, like, cow hooves with, like, are basically the same thing, where there's, like, weird pockets of pus that he's, like, uh, discovering in their hooves. Hey, I, I get I, those, too. I do actually, I, I like watching I, I watch them, they run my feed all the time. I think that they have an algorithm for us. Yes, they definitely detect <laughs> so, the people around you. No, so, I actually started getting fucking horseshoeing videos, and Obina that shit's farrier. relaxing as shit. Because we were talking about ferrying, I mean, the D&D thing, we're talking about, yeah, getting the... 
the hose you make That's got to be why yeah. I'm getting them, yeah. Because I was talking about fairs, which are people that do horseshoes. Yeah. Have you guys seen the the chicken uh, prepping video? Oh. There's a, there's a couple it. of people that are doing just chicken chicken cutting. They're killing and uh, cleaning chickens. But I don't know. It's just something I've never done personally, and it's something that interests me because I'm like, if I ever did have a few chickens running around, I'd probably want to kill a few of them. And have delicious chicken. Yeah, why not? Fuck you them. went through all the trouble of raising those chickens. I fucking Again. went through the trouble of getting to the top of the food chain. Fuck them. Honestly, I don't know if I could kill an animal I'd raise, though. I've never had to do it. Um, I, it's one of those things. Man. You don't look. You, know? I, you I, turn your head a little I, bit. I can, have, I can handle the killing animals. It's the gutting them I can't do. I, I had to do it with... The last place was at, we did have a small farm and we had some ducks and we had a geese and we had some chickens and I helped kill some chickens and the duck. Trevor made that fucking foie gras where he force fed fucking ducks until they exploded and then he, he harvested their organs. <laughs> so don't you have to say anything about that, bud. <laughs> no, you, I know you didn't have a job to pay that one off. Yeah. Isn't that a crazy way to I'm make sorry. a dish, though? Spat at you. Is like uh-huh. you force feed an animal until oh, they make die. Yeah. And, and then, then you harvest their organs to make a ta- fucking. Because it's fattier and tastes better. Yeah. But you force yeah. feed it yeah. milk, too. It's a, it's a bird. It's not supposed I to would have feel, milk. I it? would feel bad about it if it weren't the fact that it's fucking delicious. <laughs> is it like the Kobe <laughs> beef? Where, is it like Kobe beef where they massage them and give them beer? No, it's the opposite of that. Kobe beef is because literally like well beef. taken care of. Can, that happy those cows look yeah, better than I do. They eat better than we do. It's the so lives. so yeah. what the uh, massages. What wagyu is is it's a cut of a specific cow, um, and oh, no, the reason well the reason why it's so sought after is that it's marbling. Yeah, it's very fucking it's interesting because of the massages. Texture. It's because and it doesn't have to work. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a big, big fat animal, but it's crazy because the way that I was watching it cook the other day, there's a, a sushi chef preparing uh, fucking wagyu. Like little squares of it. Yes, and uh, it's crazy because when he put it down, he put down like a small bit of olive oil just to kind of base and the thing. Immediately, that pail was just. Yes. <laughs> so the the content of fat in wagyu is so high, and that's why I don't I think it would make it. a great steak. I don't think it would be great because I think it'd be too oily and too buttery. Yeah, I don't think it would work as a steak. No, you have exactly. to get like smaller pieces. Exactly, and that's where they usually serve it in small. I bet smaller you, things. if you were getting like a uh, leaner cut of steak, though, if you got like a filet mignon, yeah, that would probably fucking kill it. It'd be probably interesting. Yeah, be probably so, like, definitely like, worth trying. So like go ahead and order yourself, you know, two hundred dollars worth of steak and give it a cook. Tell oh us, yeah, tell us what's like. You want to get that much money? Tell, hey, tell if you us how you like you. how you like your steak. I will cook you a perfectly rare wagyu steak. So black and blue looks good. It's the only way I eat steak, man. Speaking of cooking, I know there's certain parts of the uh, the country. Up, I know there's certain parts of the country like to do cooking, like to barbecue, like in the South. Mm-hmm. What's up? And I know a guy who has an album review that takes place in the South. Where I'm sure Where I'm sure they did some barbecues. A plus segue. Alright, I thought I thought about that actually. So my album review today is one of the first CDs I ever got when I was a kid. It was a rap CD. I think I was 13 when I first got it. Um, It's called, uh, well, the group is called The Dungeon Family. And isn't that where, outcast, who is? So, in The Dungeon Family, there was a ton of Atlanta rappers from from, uh, the area. And a lot of 
really big names. The people that are in there are Big Boy, uh, Andre 3000. Yeah. yeah. They have CeeLo. Uh, Fuck. They CeeLo have. Green? Yeah. Yeah, they have. They were an old rap group before uh, they went. Like Goody Mob. Or not Goody Mob. They have. They were um, like the Wu-Tang Clan in the South. Right? Yeah, like if I could show you guys really quick a photo of their album cover. Look at how many of them there are. Let's count them real quick. Holy shit. So, this is CeeLo here. You have Andre. You have uh, Big Boy. This dude here, I forget his name, but he's been in so many music videos with uh, the Yin Yang Twins and like Nelly and stuff. And then the rest of these guys, I, I don't know their names at this point, but it's I'm telling you, great group. So you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12... 13 Damn. members. They're basically like the South's Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Um, this album was really great, and this was one of them that I thought you guys would love. So, here, give me just a second. So, this album is called Even in the Darkness, and this song... Hold on. Remember, it's a, it's a minute. Ah, shit. Hold on. <laughs> and this song... It's called Crooked Booty. Crooked booty. Crooked booty. Yeah, All right, guys. Play a minute. I've noticed some crooked booty in my day. All right. Yeah. 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 What's the name of the album? It's called Even in the Darkness. Okay. You guys should really check it out. It's got so many artists that right before they became famous or right before they split off and did their own uh, uh, solo careers and solo things, um, they all just basically came together and were like, we got a team of really good artists. We just need to put out an album. And if we can all collaborate, it'll be good. <clears throat> and they only put out two albums as a group because shortly after they all started to do their own solo things, especially Andre 3000 and Big Boy. Mm. Um, they started Outkast. Uh, you know, CeeLo Green went on to do a lot of his own solo yeah. shit. Uh, you know, uh, Fuck You was one of his big hits. Uh, Happy. But yeah, yeah, no, dude, there's a bunch of really cool artists that come out of Atlanta uh, that came out in Atlanta in the early 2000s. And uh, they're definitely worth a, a look at, and that's just a group of them. So that was my album review. How many, uh, if you were to give them, how many... Um, how many dungeons out of the dungeon family? Yeah, or how many barbecues would you have been from the South? Eight barbecues. Eight out of ten mm. barbecues. There you go. Barbecue. I'm going to eight, baby. That's one every day of the week, and then double on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, two of them. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that, that's the rate I like to eat barbecue at. Exactly. Actually, yeah, that is the rate I like to eat barbecue. <laughs> Once for every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Exactly. Oh, different.
different styles every day. All right, Trevor, what else we got? Uh, we also got... <laughs> We got mail carriers being attacked at really oh, high rate, especially women get robbed. It's one of the dangerous jobs in the country. Yes, it it's, is. It's really interesting because, um, you know, you don't necessarily think of your postman or the UPS or the FedEx guy as, like, the person that's going to get robbed. But with the amount of things that people uh, get ordered online these days... They're easy fucking targets, dude. And think about how right much more you get if you rob like a postman than if you rob someone's <coughs> mailbox. Well, yeah, exactly. Or even a bank. Well, yeah. think about it this way: try to to rob an armored truck. That's far harder. You shit. know, try to rob a fucking a bank. A try casino. To rob, you know, anything yeah. with a lot of money. It's fucking very difficult driver, because you people have, have thought of target. that. You know, it's it's kind of how like the mafia used to knock off cigarette trucks yeah. and liquor trucks because it no was, one thought of robbing them. Well, they, they thought of robbing them. They just weren't dumb enough. And uh, it was just one of those things that, you know, you can make deals with people. And I think it's that similar concept. You know? um, there's a lot of people out there that, like, pay for protection for just certain people. And if you're a UPS driver in a bad neighborhood, you might want to find out who the fuck the big dog on the block is and maybe pay him a visit and say, hey, I got to work in this area, man. Uh, is it possible? Just got to make know? a living, man. What can I do to work with you? Well, how the fuck can I, you know, just make sure I don't get shot? Yeah. <laughs> that shit happens in Florida constantly. People rob the postman just because it's an easy fucking target. And there's nobody rushing to save the postman. <laughs> It's not like a cop's been shot. Go get him right now. And it's like a fireman's been shot. A doctor's been shot. A postman's been shot. Yeah, like nobody gives a fuck with the postman. There are several parts of the country that completely rely on postal workers. Like super rural areas. Where yeah, like, Utah. Dude, fuck there are places Montana. where they literally take mules with letters down the fucking canyons. Like they're super important in a lot of the country. It's sort of weird that we don't actually ever think of them as being that. Not, only, not only that, but they've been cutting funding for them left and right. Fuck they right. don't care about the post service because it doesn't provide any income for the for the government. Yeah, and that's the yes. problem. It's a public service. Yes, it is. And they signed up a long time ago to, to remember that it was a public service. You it know, was but now that, they're getting stingy. It was something shit. that they're like, how can we fucking thin the herd? It was something that started Benjamin Franklin. He was the first postmaster, and he funded the postal service. And they, a lot of the big businesses feel it's antiquated, and they want to get rid of it. What a guy, Benjamin They want to defund yeah. the police. I've got a, I've They're got a defunding the fucking fact. post office. Yeah. Dude, take all, hey, but they, they did the steal our $8. Yeah, they did steal our they $8. They did steal our dollars. For the, uh, this, this uh, sign-up for this alternative power... Um, it's company. mother's. It's mother's, mother's nature. It was. It was company. a. It was a hippie, new. It was. A, it was a hippie newspaper slash, uh, company that sold like alternative power things like how to, how to how to take all the uh, like the, the the pig shit and turn it into power like how methane. to boil it. it yeah, it methane. Was, it was a very electrical uh, electrical power. Organic. Organic. It's, it's a very like organic. Organic. Thunderdome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's all about growing your own stuff. But this is from the 70s, so we wanted to see if we sent an application with the money, if it would show up. Apparently, they're still around. And you know what's a real fucked up thing? They is stole. ever since this happened, I have been seeing more of their fucking ads and their their uh, memorabilia. I seen a motherfucker with a mother's shirt the other day. Mother's Healthy Living mag something. It's a conspiracy. And, and dude... 
somebody got our eight bucks and we need to get it back. Watch, in like a month or two, you guys are going to find, find the guy. We find no, him in an alleyway. Something finally is going to show up. And so like eight of them are going to show up at once. <laughs> I don't know what to do, pace. folks. You know, defund, defund everything or, or fund everything. But yeah. people need their postman. And uh, yeah. we're, we're going to keep live pigs, though. I don't know, Trevor. But yeah, if we so up for them. So I mean, if we need to get rid of bodies, though, we just feed them to the pigs. Oh, they'll eat all of it. Honestly, let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the. Pigs come in. <laughs> honestly, I'm certain that there was someone in like Junction City or some place around the area and more rural part that would, like rent a little bit of space to have fucking pigs. There's a lot of people that actually do that. It's like a B&B for farming. I've yeah. had to work on so much time I ever did farm work. And, and usually what farming. it is is like somebody is oh needing money and they'll allow somebody to keep animals on a certain portion of their property. But I don't, and I that's don't, a cool thing though. You know, no. like to be able to, to do your own farming if you can't afford the land. Farming got ruined for me at least for animals because the only farm work I ever did was mucking pig stalls oh, and that wow. is filthy fucking work. Once again, I don't, I don't, it's not something I hate doing. It's you can't smell shit because your nose is broken. That's true. <laughs> He's got the Dewey Cox disease. He can't smell. Yes. Pretty much, the, yeah. Pretty much sage. He's like, Dewey, smell this. He's smell. like, I can't, Sam. I tell my <laughs> fucking, I'm full mouth breather because I broke my nose and it got set wrong. Uh, I got a funny nose breaking story. Oh. So I was. Uh, Let's see if it beats mine. <laughs> it's, it's pretty well, you funny. You ran into the fucking class door. We'll get there. So this one, uh, I I'd never actually had my nose broken in a fight before. So Oof. my sister, I got to tell a story to tell a story. My okay. sister got into a drunk driving accident uh, a few years back, maybe seven years ago. Um, she almost died. She was in a coma for over a month. Um, so when she came out, she didn't know how to talk, walk, any of that stuff. So we had to reteach her, you know, who she was, where she was from. You know, she remembered some things, but she didn't remember a lot of things. Um, so we basically filled in the gaps, taught her to walk and, you know, use the bathroom. Um, in the end, which was a really great ending, she ended up uh, having a child, and I have one of the most beautiful nieces in the world but in this whole transition I was the person that was because the people that were watching after her were my two aunts and they're very small women they're five foot something and they're a hundred pounds each and they had to lift her from her bed to the bathroom you know kind of frequently to shower and stuff so I'd come in I'd lift her up take her to the bed uh, to the bathroom um, and like a little while after that, she had started getting real aggressive towards people. I think she was just really mad at the world. She knew what happened and she was just pissed. So one day she decided to take it out on somebody. I think it was her brother, Josh. And I stepped in between them and she started hitting me. And I was just like, let it out. You know, fucking hit me as hard as you want because she's five foot, maybe 120 pounds. I'm like, go ahead and fucking unload. You ain't gonna hurt me. the strength of a coma patient. Exactly. She can't really walk. So, she does wear jewelry, though. 
<laughs> so on her right hand, she keeps like five gold rings. Oh. She's like fucking Rick and, James. And so she... she oh, she have a grill? Well, she definitely took a few swipes that didn't hurt at all, but they're like rabbit punches. They start to hurt after yeah. a little bit. She didn't get you for the unity ring, did she? So okay. she fucking cocks back with her all her gold rings on her one hand and just hits me square in the nose as hard as she can. Damn. And she cracks my nose and I can hear it. And he goes... And I'm like... Fuck and, oh. and all my rage came up and I took everything I could not to hit her. So I just blew a hole through two sides of a wall. <laughs> Fuck. So I went through the drywall and I went through the wall and then I went through the drywall on the other nice. side. <laughs> you look you didn't break your fist. Good thing you yeah. didn't hit a stud in the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been some shitty fucking drywall then. <laughs> Long story short, it was a bad day. My aunt was actually coming to pick me up uh, to go up to Sebring. She had just moved up there, and we were going to go up to her house and chill out. They had a pool and shit. And this was, like, right before I left. So when they get there, there's just all this chaos in the house. My brother's uh, yelling at her. Um, I'm fucking sitting there. My nose is bleeding. You know, uh, she's still having a fit. And fucking my aunt's like, what's going on? And Josh explains, uh, she just hit me, and I'm pissed off, and they, like, get me outside. And uh, they're like, you just want to go? And I was like, yeah, let's get the shit and get out of here. So I didn't even, like, worry about what happened. I knew Josh had it handled, you know. And uh, so I went with my aunt, and she was nice enough. I love my aunt. Shout out Aunt Lizzie. I love you. She gave me uh, a piece of a fucking Xanax, and she rolled a joint for me. And she, she, yeah, gave me, she gave me my heart back because my heart was at 100 million miles an hour because I was just fuming. So I could feel my nose broken. And uh, I couldn't do anything. I was sitting in a car. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, what do I, I do? Had to wait to get someplace to fix your nose, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so when I did eventually get to Sebring, which is like a few hours away, that's like a four-hour drive. So I'm just sitting there with a the fucking nose all crooked, <laughs> you know, kind of. I get to the their house, and I go into the bathroom, and I just drink some cold water to like get the blood out and then I just kind of like push it back and it set really nice it didn't fucking hurt afterwards it you know but it was just the first time I ever broke my nose it was a little it was a little much mm. so shout out to my aunt Lizzie for the drugs and shout out to Luciana I love you to death thanks for breaking my nose <laughs> that is a good fucking story that's better yeah. than mine yeah, <laughs> yeah Sage's just being stupid I ran full force into a glass door. We could awesome. <laughs> hey, Chris, we could smell that you had a good story. What? We could smell it. Oh, I couldn't. No, we can't smell yeah. those jokes. No. Those jokes. Anyways, what else we got, Trevor? Uh, we wrote about. Um, is it okay to fuck your third cousin? Because they're third cousin away. fucking. Third cousin? No. Fourth cousin? Yes. So okay. what is a third? We're wondering what the line so, is. So so what is a third I think cousin? You have to technically, ask the answer is no. So third okay. cousin is someone who's not actually your cousin, but is like your grandparents' cousin, or like your grandparents' cousin cousin or something. Yeah. So there shit. there is no blood relation. I mean, if there's no blood relation, it's really diluted sure. down. So basically, if I was to to hang around my third cousin and do something, it wouldn't be like I'd be creating an abomination. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like Lamb, the movie Lamb that you saw. Dude, there is a fucking. I want to see that. So, the Lamb a, horror movie. Yeah, I was talking about that. It's from. No, it's no, from isn't it from Iceland? It's about a kid who's takes place lamb. in Iceland. Takes place in. I've r- seen a sheep-based horror movie. I've never seen a lamb. Yeah, it takes place in rural yeah. Iceland, I guess. 
See, Iceland gets all the good movies. Yeah, we just saw the, the Viking movie. Oh, Northman's super good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, these guys just watched the Northman, the one Hell I did yeah. the review about last week, and they loved it. Oh, dude, it was so good. You guys want to talk about it real quick? Well, you already talked about it. I know, but, but I want to hear you guys' opinion and stuff. I think that it would be really interesting to hear what you thought. Okay. Um, Remind me of a Greek tragedy in a lot of ways, the way they set it up. This reminded me of a dude that yeah. fucking didn't know his family as well as he thought he did, <laughs> and then decided to fucking waste his life. Yeah, no, that's why I remind me of like a Greek tragedy. The big piece of advice I can hear from this movie is no matter how long you haven't known your kids, don't try to fuck your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that was so weird. Oh, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, the mom was like, yeah, we'll fuck you, and then we'll, we'll continue the line. Do you, and then he's like, oh, no. There's a portion where uh, his mother kind of slightly comes on to him. Yeah, um, but do you think she was being sincere, or do you oh, think no, she, she was... she was trying to kill him. Boom. And I that's all it was, honestly, she was trying to get the sword away from him. I think it was more likely that she was trying to get him to kill her. No. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, in the end, when she dies, doesn't she thank him? No. No, no. She, he immediately gets stabbed in the back by the kid. Yes, yeah. but I'm pretty certain her last words were thank you. No. I don't know. I don't think so. It's hard to tell because it was hard as shit so, to hear anything. So this is, this is my idea of it is that so in the beginning when uh, the husband does get killed obviously the brother rolls in and snatches the wife mm -hmm. and I bet in that in that time you know after it had all occurred she probably was screaming and wanting help. But you think it's Stockholm Syndrome? Boom! Mm. Stockholm Syndrome. She had been taken captive. And she then probably she did snap a little started yeah. to have uh, a life. She started to have a second life with her brother, with the brother. And I mean, they had a longer marriage than the first marriage. And I guess that the original husband was kind of a dick. He was a conqueror. You know, he was coming back from a fucking war he had just uh, won. Anyway, you know? Also, so, shout out to King Harold for unifying Norway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still not... That's still, mm. Yeah, a lot of people got fucked by it, but I think in the long run it wasn't that awful a thing. I, honestly, that's the thing I, I liked the most was the historical reference that the fact that they came from Norway, but they couldn't be actually in Norway because King Harold conquered all of Norway already. Yeah. How hot was the the blonde chick? I thought she was beautiful. Oh, the, uh, the, the slob. The 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 Valkyrie. Anya something. It's so weird. We're talking about the Slavic witch. Yeah, the first thing I saw. The mushroom the, girl. The girl that fed everybody mushrooms. Yes. The, She's in several other uh, The first thing I saw her in, it was really weird. She was a, I saw her in Queen's Gambit. She's playing a redhead in that. I gotta find her name. Uh, she's also uh, the mutant magic in New Mutants. I've never Younger seen it. Younger sister of Colossus. Colossus yeah. See, you guys have seen some of the craziest stuff I've never seen. I haven't seen it. But it blows me away that you've never seen, like, Interview with a Vampire. I that, haven't that's seen this. That is weird. Yeah. That is crazy. There are I, and, a lot of movies that I've actually been told, oh my god, you haven't seen that in my entire life. Do you like watching movies? I love watching movies, man. I fucking love watch movies all the time. He watches time. a lot more obscure, like, one of I'm my, gonna like, make you a small list. One of, like, my big life dreams is at least once I want to direct a movie. Yeah? Yeah. It's not that hard, man. All you gotta get is a camera and a couple actors and some, some dialogue. Exactly. You know? People make movies with less. Dude, the whole thing about indie movies is to give everyone multiple jobs. So if you're not acting, you're instead holding the microphone or you're the opera. Or the right, so you only have to hire like half as many people. And exactly. if you're not grabbing her boob, you're touching his dick, you know? <laughs> it was like, different kind you want to be in the cool. movies, don't you? You want to be a star. <laughs> this is how it works. Different kind of home movies. <laughs> 
You gotta spread them, see? I'm gonna ruin you like the Italians ruined this neighborhood, see? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, God. Now use can't leave. <laughs> now, none of you guys know that movie reference. Damn it. They don't know about, uh, fucking, uh, it's a Brooklyn... Brooklyn Tale or something. Oh, the uh, Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale, yeah. I have seen that, yeah. Yeah, you remember the part where the bikers are, like, trashing the town and they go into the bar and he's like, guys, we're running an establishment here and, and he just, like, spits on them or some shit and the guy locks the door and he's like, or he gives them the opportunity to leave and they go, fuck you. And then he locks the door and he's like, now you can't leave. And he brings out like five more guys from the back with like bats and shit. They're all like mob. Yeah. I actually now I remember my father can't. telling me about this. It's a really funny movie. It's because I remember the scene of uh, that he described of the Italian mobsters beating the shit out of the bikers with bats. Yep. Yep. It's a really well known scene. But again, I'm gonna make you a list of movies, man. I'll make you a small list, you know, top top ten Michael needs to see. <laughs> you guys have seen Dumb and Dumber, right? I'm, yes. I'm not a big comedy I didn't person. think it was very Whoa, good. Whoa. That's crazy. I personally... Swanson, Swimmy, Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> I don't think I've seen all of it either. What the fuck yeah. is going on? I'm living in Bizarro Land. <laughs> These guys haven't seen Dumb and Dumber. I have. Jim Carrey, man. I, 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 yeah, I, I love Jim Carrey. favorite Jim Carrey work. Yeah, My favorite's Cable Guy. Do you realize what you've done? <laughs> like, um, my favorite the town is, is back that way. <laughs> Truman Show is my favorite. Truman Show is your favorite. Truman, Truman Show is a fucking weird funny. movie. It's funny and it also is very... It's almost scary. It's not a full comedy and that's why I like it. I'll never look at the moon the same um, again. He's also in my favorite and, oh, and I don't say this lightly because I don't like rom-coms. He's in my favorite rom-com. Yes, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. That's uh, fun. Yes, man's okay. I don't like any rom-coms, though. So you see, they're like, they're like there's, this one was already. Do you want to explain, explain rom-coms? Um, Adam no, Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Rom-coms? Man, I've got romantic comedies. These guys don't know fucking no, romantic so comedies. So rom-coms are where they take the hottest girl they can hire and the funniest looking guy they can and they make a ball of love. Yeah. And then they uh, break up. And then they it's get back for together. all us ugly fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, Good job. <coughs> yeah, Ten yeah. Things I Hate About You we recently watched too. And That's awesome. That was phenomenal. Ten but, Things I Hate About You is a great movie and it gave fucking Heath Ledger a start. Right? And honestly, Without man, that we never would have gotten The Dark Knight. Like, we never got The Dark Knight like or Brokeback Mountain. I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain and I really need it's to. It's a crazy movie and I, I watched it I because I'm... Me, so well, what it. ended up happening was I was like, it's about gay cowboys, I ain't watching it. It's way deeper than that. And then, yeah, everybody kept telling <laughs> oh, me. Oh, it, it got like, deep. It's a crazy got good deep. movie. And I'm like, alright, I'll check it out. And then I watched it and it was such a good love story. I was like, these dudes just love each other. And the uh, world doesn't get how much they want to just put each other down and lay a dick in I the butt. I haven't watched it, and everyone tells me how amazing it is. And I, I really so other I even like Ang Lee's Hulk, and a lot of people don't like that movie. It, okay, that's because that movie is not a superhero movie. No, I don't give a shit. Like, it, hey. I also like I love Crouch Tiger, Hidden Dragon, anything I've ever seen. I, uh, all of his bullet, uh, ballet things. You lost. Like, me. Uh, he does lots of. Um, like wire work gun stuff. I also like Mission Impossible 2, which is the one a lot of people don't like. Alright, Trevor, what else you got? <laughs> I uh, see you staring. We could also uh, talk about. This will be the last topic. Okay, last topic. Last topic. We'll wrap it up after this and then get Trevor's outro. Okay. 
we talk. We could also talk about uh, people we wanted to be when we were kids. You talked about Chris Farley a lot. Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I thought Chris Farley was the funniest dude around because I loved Tommy Boy as a movie, and uh, I thought it would be really cool to be like him, like comedically, I guess. Um, but there's like a sad underlining to Chris Farley's life and story. Um, you know, he just never learned to be happy with the things I think he accomplished and I think the things that um, he had gained and done in his life. Like, it's always about chasing a dream and it's always about being famous and current and stuff like that. But his biggest issue was that he, I think he always felt like he didn't, he didn't do enough for people. Like, he wanted people's approval more than anything. And, and that type of person really can leave you vulnerable to a lot of bad people. Um, and a lot of people that just encourage the wrong things in your life. Mm. Um, so I think Chris Farley was around a lot of good people, but he also had his demons and the way he decided to deal with them was hard drugs. And uh, he was such a big entity that nobody could fucking say, you know, Chris, you need to stop. And... Uh, you know, it's just crazy because he was young when he died, and I thought I'd be pretty young when I died, but I, I think I've outlived him at this point. I think he was 30-something when he died, maybe 20-something. Still young, man. But, so young. but you know, we, we try, man. And, and you just got to remember, especially in show business, that you are worth something. Don't let fucking people and their wants and their needs always fucking drive you to try to be, you know, crazy. You know, you, you should be there for your friends, your family, and the people that you love. And while everybody else gets to enjoy, you know, that's why you're there, I think. What else? <laughs> what wow, because that's, that's that's way deeper than I was going to go. I was going to mention Mad Mardigan. From, from Mad Willow? Mardigan. Dude, I love Willow. Right the swordsman here. from Willow. That's all I, I was going to mention. They're coming out with a new one. They're coming out with a new Willow. I'm going to watch it. I I'm going to watch it. it. You okay, I'm going to watch... Is that the uh, one with Bones? This, it's the one... Um, it has the Bones Val say Kilmer. nothing. The Bones tell me nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch it's, that. Yeah, it's Val Kilmer and... um. Warwick Davis. There you go. So was this like a nineties movie? So uh, British actor. Uh, it's eighties or nineties. Uh, Lucas Arts actually. It's, it's like ninety. It's like ninety four. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's all ass. about. Um, and there's actually the great thing about it is. I want to uh, watch Willow. Yeah. All of the hobbits. Uh, all of the actors actually are medically dwarfs. There's a whole village of dwarfs. They yeah. were like the first uh, production. I forget what they're actually called. They were like the, the first production to employ uh, that many dwarves since the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yeah. yeah the Munchkin yeah. Guild. The Holy Pap Guild. Yeah. Warwick Davis was so a young in that movie, man. I often forget he was freaking the the, the Ewok. Ewok and that's actually his first movie, I believe. Yeah. The Ewok. Apparently, the, him and Carrie Fisher wanted to be like great yeah. friends. Makes sense. Carrie Fisher, I've heard, was a great fucking rapper. Or actually, I've heard she's a absolute rapper. Alrighty, guys. <laughs> it's been awesome, man, having you here. Michael, I'm glad to have been thank here. you. Sage, I always enjoy it. Thank you. Trevor, you know what to do.
I know it did. Alrighty, folks. <laughs> that was two lonely boys in a canoe. We'll get at you next time. Also, we, we appreciate have, you being we here. We have up to episode 15 uploaded. So yeah. check it out. You guys got any plugs or anything you got going on here? Not uh, right now. No? All right. Well, I need, we'll I need to get, get on that. Yeah, get on some plugs. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Later. <laughs>